Hello and welcome back to PLNX, the video games podcast. This is your host Polash. And before I talk about any video games whatsoever, there is a very important announcement. The announcement is that PLNX, the video games podcast, has a brand new website. Yes, we are currently live on podcasts.plnxgames.com. So head on to that website and you can listen to any of the previous episodes or if you're on there and you want to quickly find our podcast on any podcast listening platform of your choice you get that option there as well so go ahead and visit that website that's podcasts.plnxgames.com again it's really exciting that we have a website of our own that's where our podcast will be all episodes every episode going forward as well okay with that out of the way this is episode 9 and in this one i will tell you about some of the biggest announcements that happened in the last few days yes we had the summer game fest that happened a few days ago and we also had xbox and bethesda games showcase 2022 that just finished a couple of hours ago i've just watched the conference and yes i do have some thoughts and we will talk about most of the games that were revealed during both of these shows there will be some extra focus on teenage mutant ninja turtles shredder's revenge gotham knights and a game that is being debated a lot online and that is none other than the last of us part 1 remake yes Sony has announced that and I do have some thoughts about it. I will also take a look at some of the biggest announcements by Xbox that they did during their conference. Then I'll share some thoughts about the obsession that people seem to have with the release date of God of War Ragnarok and it ties in a little bit with how Xbox's uh, show went. So yeah, that's all that we are going to talk about today. So sit back, relax, enjoy. My name is Polash. This is PLNX, the video games podcast. See you on the other side. All right, today is the 13th of June. It's a Monday and Like I said there are a lot of games to talk about so I'll get right into it in this episode starting off with Street Fighter 6 yes that was unveiled a few months ago uh there was the logo that was revealed first of all and I think a video or two that was released earlier but during the Summer Game Fest there was a new gameplay video that was released which was about the character Guile yes if you know anything about street fighter guile is one of the fan favorites he's certainly one of my favorite street fighter characters uh not the most favorite to be honest uh, i think my most favorite street fighter character would certainly be chun li i'm guessing she's she's really badass and i think she's absolutely amazing to play as a character now full disclosure i am not very into fighting games uh at least these one on one fighting games uh but i do love them i love playing them i don't play them professionally of course but i 
have played fighting games on and off. Uh, if I pick it up, maybe I'll play it for a month. Uh, I won't master it. I won't become a combo expert in that game. But I'll be pretty good at it and win a fair few online matches and things like that. The last fighting game I played, I think, was uh, Dragon Ball Fighters and uh, Mortal Kombat. Yes, uh, Mortal Kombat 10, 11, 9. I love the Mortal Kombat franchise. I have played almost all the Mortal Kombat games that they have ever released. So yeah, Street Fighter 6 looking really good. The Guile gameplay trailer was really good. So go ahead, check that out. The next game I want to talk about, and not just one game, there are several games that are coming up now. And this is an announcement, a public announcement. If you are a horror game fan, this is probably the golden age of gaming for you. Because there are so many horror and survival horror games that are coming out uh, by... AAA developers, indie developers, or AA developers, it's insane. It's absolutely the sheer number of horror, survival horror games that are coming out are, it's just mind-boggling, really. Personally, again, I do not play horror games at all. So there are several big horror games that are coming out. There are several survival horror games that are coming out, including... The one that seems to be the second most hyped, I'll tell you the first most hyped horror game that's coming out is Resident Evil 4 Remake. Yes, Resident Evil 4 was immense, was huge back in the PS2 days. Um, I remember my brother playing it and me watching it, uh, watching him play as I was growing up. And I think that generation, they really, really loved that game. It's exactly like the... Max Payne remake that was announced a few months ago, I'm guessing, that I've spoken about in one of the previous podcast episodes. And yeah, this is on that level, maybe even greater, because Resident Evil 4 is considered as one of the best horror games of all time, unanimously. I mean, there's there's no debate about it. So keeping that in mind, a remake of that game, and there is a trailer that's out for that remake, and it looks stunning absolutely stunning it's rebuilt from the ground up uh, with modern graphics and gameplay and everything so the atmosphere seems more eerie than the first one and uh, i think they've done a fantastic job just going by that trailer i'm sure it'll be an amazing game because capcom have been releasing these remakes of the resident evil franchise and all of them have been quite well received to be honest and Going by that trend, I'm sure Resident Evil 4 will also be an amazing game. So yeah, that's the first most hyped horror game, in my opinion. Just again, going by the buzz that we have online. But the second most hyped horror game is The Callisto Protocol. Yes, this is a game that is made by this person called Glenn Schofield. He is the creator of the Dead Space franchise. Now, Dead Space, for those of you who don't know, was a very popular game back in the PS3 generation, PS3 and Xbox 360 generation. Uh, especially the first game, I believe, was considered a classic, primarily because of how it uh, did horror or 
tackle this genre of horror games and this guy glenn schofield is the creator of that game dead space which is quite popular even till this day it's so popular in fact that ea have announced a complete remake of that game as well which is coming out uh, i think next year if i'm not mistaken but yeah glenn schofield obviously is not a part of uh, ea anymore and he has made this game called the callisto protocol which again by the look of it if i just showed you that trailer if you just see that trailer and if you have played dead space or you know about dead space you will think this is a sequel of uh, dead space or maybe a prequel of dead space because aesthetically it looks very 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 similar and dead space was received very highly back in the day and that's why there's a lot of hype around the callisto protocol as well so yeah that's a game that you may want to have on your radar if you are a horror game fan the next game i want to talk about is call of duty yes the next call of duty has been announced it's called modern warfare 2 if you have heard of that in the past that's because yes there was a game called modern warfare 2 and this is like a reboot of modern warfare 2 which it can get a little confusing to understand so just think of this game as call of duty modern warfare 2 and they have some returning characters from the previous games and they are thinking of this as as a soft reboot of the franchise uh, if you will and there was uh, an entire playthrough of one entire level that was uh, showcased during the summer game fest it looked pretty cool uh, again fps fans i'm sure all of you will be excited about that call of duty always sells in the millions and yes it is available on all platforms imaginable so just because microsoft are on the verge of acquiring activision and blizzard that does not make this game exclusive to xbox not yet at least this call of duty will obviously launch on playstation as well in fact i think they probably had some arrangements done in the past between playstation and activision there are some benefits that PlayStation players will get that Xbox players will not get. Kudos to Microsoft for still honoring that deal. Uh, again, that's mostly because the acquisition has not completed yet. It's still pending a few reviews uh, by government bodies and agencies. And yeah, I think PlayStation players will benefit. I think they get access to an open beta or, or some sort of benefit uh, pre-release benefit that xbox players will not so as of now yes this is still a proper through and through multi-platform title so yeah that's about call of duty modern warfare 2 the next game i want to talk about is a game called fort solace now this one came out of the blue it, and if you just look at the trailer there's not much that you might get excited about yeah the plot seems a little interesting uh, i'll give it that so what put this game on the map for me were the voice actors yes generally whenever a game is presented we always have either the director of the game the creative director or the producers or someone from the development team whether it's a level designer or a level director 
or an art designer, someone or the other from one of those teams comes up and presents that game, especially if you're revealing it for the first time. But this game was revealed by Troy Baker and Roger Clark. Yes, two voice actors. Troy Baker is, again, he's famous in the video games industry. He's voiced so many characters. Uh, if I start naming them, it'll probably take a lot of time. But the most famous work that he's done, obviously, is he plays Joel in the Last of Us series. So yeah, that's the biggest, uh, I feel, the biggest character that he's uh, ever played. Again, he's he's there in so many games and there are so many memorable performances that he's given. Uh, he's also uh, Nathan Drake's brother, Sam Drake, in Uncharted 4 and many, many more games. So yeah, that's Troy Baker. And the other person was Roger Clark. Roger Clark is the voice of Arthur Morgan, the lead character in Red Dead Redemption 2, who, again, has done a phenomenal job in that game as a voice actor. So these are the two voice actors in this game. So when they were out presenting this game and talking about this game, my mind was blown because, I mean, these are two amazing voice actors and them getting behind a game means something. It, it showcases some level of pedigree in terms of the developer. So again, I'm not getting my hopes too high just because they have good voice actors on board. But I think it's fair to say that, yeah, they probably have seen something that they like because of which they've signed up with this almost no-name developer here uh, who I don't think have released any major hit games in the past, uh, this developer who's making this game called Fort Solace. So yeah, keep an eye out. Uh, I certainly will. I'll maybe go through any future trailers or showcases that this game might get. And uh, who knows, maybe I'll play this. It, it's mostly uh, a dialogue heavy game where there are a lot of interactions uh, between uh, Troy Baker and Roger Clark and their characters and I think it, it's going to be interesting like I said it's it's somewhat interesting as of now from what was shown but yeah I'm intrigued I'm intrigued about this game all right the next game I want to talk about is personally my favorite game from the show from the summer game fest when I say favorite I mean the game that I am looking forward to the most. Uh, and yeah, I think I will play it the day it launches. It launches on the 16th of June. This game is none other than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. And I think this game is going to be amazing. Absolutely amazing. Because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are a franchise that I've practically grown up with. One of the earliest memories I have of gaming is from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because there was this NES game that my brother would thoroughly enjoy playing and me as a I'm guessing a four or five year old uh, enjoyed playing that as well it was a game that completely amazed me it was yes it's a fighting game as well it was a, a 1v1 fighting game and I think it was absolutely brilliant. So with this game, Shredder's Revenge, they are going back sort of to that style of gaming. Uh, it is uh, 
a game which has those classic graphics uh, kind of pixel art and it is a beat em up it's not a 1v1 fighting game but yeah it's a beat em up and uh, again it just screams uh, sega genesis in in my opinion because all the games that came out from that era this game is reminiscent of those games and it's it's just a blast from the past to be honest uh, one of my cousins had a sega genesis and my elder brother and i would go to that cousin's place and play some of these beat em ups and yeah there's just tons of memories tons of nostalgia and to be honest i'm just going to get this game because of the nostalgia they have announced a six player co-op mode as well and that i think is absolutely amazing uh, generally these kind of games mm, have maybe four player co-op modes maximum that's what i've seen i think uh, scott pilgrim versus the world had that as well but yeah this game they've announced a six player co-op so all the more mayhem all the more uh, carnage all the more uh, action on screen at any given point of time so i'm really looking forward to this like i said it's coming out on the 16th of june so i will certainly have this game uh i will in all probability buy this game it's not up on the playstation store yet it's uh i mean just the listing is there without any prices so i can only wish list is as of now which i've done already but yeah there's no pricing revealed yet even though it's just 3 days away from release uh, i'm really jealous of anyone who's a game pass subscriber because this game is coming to game pass on day 1 so i'm sure xbox fans will have a gala time with this with co-op and with game pass and so many people already having game pass it's just uh, easy for anyone to try this game and if they love it continue playing it that's teenage mutant ninja turtles shredder's revenge the next game i want to talk about is gotham knights yeah this is again a little bit of debate going on everyone loved the arkham series by rocksteady okay uh all the three batman arkham games are considered quite good as superhero games go because historically superhero games have been very pathetic back in the ps2 ps1 days even mostly for the ps3 generation as well until batman arkham asylum came out and yeah that game changed a lot of things that game made you feel like you are batman and that was a huge deal for gamers we had never experienced that we had never experienced that feeling of being batman in any game so i think arkham asylum nailed that arkham city grew on that took that idea and ran with it and uh, arkham knight which was the third game of the trilogy that game again just made the scale bigger and bigger it was a grand game which allowed you to play the entire city of gotham and Yeah I think it was a fantastic game some people complained about the batmobile sections personally I loved it I didn't have any complaints with that so another developer is making a game set in the batman universe yes it's part of warner brothers both the studios obviously but yeah the game is set in the batman universe where batman is dead and now there are four of his allies who have taken up the mantle to keep Gotham safe the four being none other than Nightwing Robin uh, Batgirl and Red Hood 
uh, Jason Todd. Uh, for those of you who know a little bit about their Batman lore and history. So again, on paper, it sounds really good. I think this would have made an amazing animated movie. Uh, as we all know, DC's animated movies are next level and, and uh, you really can't compare them to anything else because they're so, so good. So I think this was a great plot for a DC animated movie from the animated universe or whatever you want to call it. But as a game, I don't know, they they have released a few videos about the game. Uh, the main villains in this game will be the Court of Owls. Again, that's very interesting. It's very intriguing as a comic book or as an animated movie. But as a game, I don't know, I'm just not feeling it. Despite me being one of the biggest Batman fans you will ever find. And when I say Batman, I'm not saying just Batman the character. I mean the entire Batman universe or the Batman lore, so to say. So I really love all the other characters and all the other uh, elements in the Batman universe. But I don't know, I'm just not feeling it. They are doing their best to showcase this game as one of their biggest titles of this year. And it will be, I'm, I'm guessing with the Batman name or the Gotham Knights name, it might sell quite a lot of copies, but... I don't know. I, I'm just not feeling it. I'm looking forward to it, but I will reserve my judgment until I get to play it. I may not play it at launch because I'm really not that excited about it. So I might pick it up at on a sale later on and uh, I'll share with you guys what my experience is about this game. Which brings me to the next game that I wanted to speak about. And that next game is The Last of Us Part 1 remake now during the summer game fest neil Druckmann, who's the director of the last of us series uh was on stage with a couple of the voice actors that's joel and ellie's voice actors joel obviously troy baker so yeah he came on the stage a second time and ellie is ashley johnson uh, both of them were on stage as well and they presented this game the last of us part one remake they tried their best to justify that you know, this is a remake that is built from the ground up uh, for the PS5. So it's not going to release on the PS4, obviously. And they tried explaining in a very brief manner how this game uh, is better uh, in terms of visuals and animation and gameplay compared to The Last of Us Remastered, which was already a remaster of the original Last of Us, which came on the PS3. So let me give you a bit of a timeline. Towards the very end of the PS3 life cycle, there was this game called The Last of Us that came out and it shocked the world. It is considered a masterpiece. It is one of the best games of all time. And I also consider it as one of the best games of all time. And yeah, that game was a phenomenal hit, but it came out at a time where I think the PS4 was already out or it was just about to be released in a few months time. So when the PS4 came out, obviously it couldn't play any of the previous uh, games from the PS3 generation. So Sony decided to remaster The Last of Us. They called it The Last of Us Remastered. They had a 60 FPS mode and things like that. And the exact same game was ported to the PS4 for players to play. And yeah, again, that was well received and people loved the fidelity and the way the game played. Now, what's happened here is since that time, Naughty Dog, who are the developers of this series, 
they released a couple of games. Now, there were no small games, obviously. Those two games that they released, one was Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and the second one was The Last of Us Part 2. Now, in both of these games, this is Sony's justification, or this is Naughty Dog's justification. In both of these games, they learned so much about the technology that was available and the animations that they implemented that they just couldn't do that in the previous remaster that they did. The previous remaster was simply a port of the previous game on the new PS4 console at the time. But this game, this remake, what they are saying is so different from the remastered version as well because they have reanimated the facial expressions uh, considering how the performances were on stage by the actors. They have changed the gameplay to match how it is in The Last of Us Part 2. They've made some accessibility changes which were not there in the remastered version, but it's there in The Last of Us Part 2. Basically, they've made the first game seem as if it just released alongside Last of Us 2. Uh, maybe with slightly better visuals because obviously Last of Us 2 did not come out on the PS5. It's a PS4 only game. And uh, yeah, this is a PS5 only game, the remake of Last of Us Part 1. So yeah, this is Sony's justification. And I think I feel the internet is divided over this. There's a couple of reasons for that, to be honest. The game is set for a $70 price tag that's a full priced game in india it'll be a proper 5000 rupees game and to me i don't think there's value in that uh, if you have played any of the previous last of us versions yes i know it's a great game and it's a masterpiece but if anyone has played it i don't think it's justified enough to pay 5000 rupees for a remake of i think just maybe a 10 year old game to be honest so yeah i don't think its value is uh, justified enough again this is my opinion i am no one to tell you how you should spend your money so if you want to go ahead and obviously play this game day one buy it for 5000 or whatever the price might be please feel free go ahead do that uh, more power to you But again, in my opinion, I don't think the value is just there. Uh, Second of all, I simply don't think this remake was necessary. There are many people online who are saying that, uh, oh, Naughty Dog could have used the resources somewhere else or maybe on a different game. I, I don't quite agree with that justification either. I mean, they are a studio who we know are... uh, well known for their uh, pedigree of games that they've released they they are a class apart they are one of the best studios on the planet when it comes to gaming hands down and everyone will accept that there's literally no second opinions about this there's no debate about this so a studio of that caliber i'm sure they know what they're doing so it's not about oh we could have used these resources for another game I just don't agree with that. I don't buy that uh, logic. It, it just doesn't fly with me. And I personally feel that 
what naughty dog are doing obviously is up to them they have multiple teams within that studio itself in fact neil ruckman also announced that he is working on a new project but they didn't announce anything about that project yet but yeah there is something new that's in the works maybe it's very early at this point but uh they are working on something else so i'm sure naughty dog is efficient enough to know which games needs their resources at what point of development so yeah i don't think this is a case of that uh reason or that justification that oh they could have used the resources somewhere else personally i feel it's fine if you have never played the last of us i think if there is someone out there who's not played it i'm sure there are a lot of people uh who just got a ps5 maybe they were on xbox 360 and then the xbox one obviously they couldn't play the last of us on those consoles and now they've got the ps5 uh in this generation and i think this is going to be the best way that you can experience the last of us part 1 uh i feel this is going to be phenomenal it's going to be massive for the ones who have never played this the ones who have played it i don't think the experience will be that different or that much of a change compared to last of us part 2 uh so yeah I, i don't see the value of the full 70 dollars like i said i might get this uh in future i don't know maybe on a sale or i might just wait for this to come on uh the pl- new playstation plus that's about to launch on the 23rd of june uh obviously this game won't be there initially this is coming out in september and sony have not announced whether this game will be a part of that new service or not obviously it won't because they really want their 70 dollars from every customer possible uh but yeah maybe a year or two years down the line this might come on the service and yeah when it does i'll give it a shot or if i get it at an a very deep discount i might just buy this and then share my experience with you guys uh but yeah that that's something i wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the last of us part 1 those are just some of the thoughts i had about that game all right keeping that in mind i want uh to move to xbox yes i i want to talk about xbox's show it was strictly okay if you ask me i don't think they showed something so extraordinary that wow they are uh, the best uh, at the moment i i really feel that their show was a little lackluster uh, they did their best i'm not denying that kudos to all the developers and and even to microsoft because uh, phil spencer said before the show that uh, this is probably the first time in the history of xbox that they've only showed gameplay of all the games that were showcased i think except for one they only showed gameplay and i think that's commendable that's an amazing job done because generally it's not possible we see a few cinematic teasers and trailers and things like that but we don't see gameplay uh, at events like these at all times but yeah all the games that they showed had gameplay except for one game Uh, which was just announced it wasn't even shown obviously it was just announced and not even the game in fact just the partnership was announced uh, i'll talk about that in a second but yeah overall microsoft's uh, show for me i 
feel there were just two or three moments that really stood out. Uh, the first was this game called uh, Cocoon. It's uh, a console launch exclusive on Xbox. So it won't come to PlayStation right at the time when the game releases, uh, which is in 2023. That's next year. Now, this is a game that is made by the creator of Limbo and Inside. Uh, and if you have heard of Limbo or Inside, both are amazing games. Uh, they do fall in the horror category, but it's mostly cartoon horror. Uh, but they are amazing puzzle games. And I feel this developer uh, is really good at designing these kind of games. And Cocoon just feels like an evolution of these games. It, it seemed like a puzzle game. Didn't seem uh, horror-ish at all. Uh, so maybe the developer is uh, changing the aesthetic slightly. But yeah, it seemed like a fantastic puzzle game. So that's something that you may want to uh, keep an eye out. Uh, this is coming to Game Pass. So if you are an Xbox Game Pass uh, subscriber or a PC Game Pass uh, subscriber, this game uh, mostly will be there on that service and like i said it's a console launch exclusive what that means is uh, xbox has some sort of deal with this developer or publisher that uh, it will be exclusive to X xbox maybe for the first six months or maybe or maybe for the first 12 months uh let's see and only after that can this game launch on any other console being playstation or the nintendo switch so yeah it will be exclusive to xbox for the initial time frame Apart from that, there was another game that was shown on the Xbox conference, uh, which was Bo Long Fallen Dynasty. This is a game by Team Ninja, which is part of the Koei Tecmo games. And uh, yeah, this, this looked uh, really phenomenal. Their games are always super polished, uh, if you've ever noticed. Uh, so yeah, this looked like a, a proper AAA Japanese game. Uh, that is made uh, i think it's set in china but yeah the developers are japanese and uh, it, it looked really good uh, this is coming out early 2023 and yes it will be part of game pass as well the next big announcement i feel is that persona the series is coming back to xbox yes uh, for many 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 years the persona franchise has been exclusive to sony uh, but yeah, I guess Phil Spencer has done some magic and uh, Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden and Persona 5 Royal. These three games are coming to Xbox and they're coming to Game Pass as well. And uh, apparently Persona 5 Royal comes out first in October 2022. And I absolutely love this franchise. I love the Persona games. Uh, it, for the ones who don't know, you... It's a classic JRPG, a Japanese role-playing game where you play as a school student and uh, you're a teenager, essentially, and you come across certain phenomena, certain uh, things that happen in the game world that draws you in, whether it's a murder mystery or something on those lines. And uh, yeah, you have certain personas that you can take advantage of and win battles against monsters and things like that. And uh, along the way, you also have to lead your school life. So make sure you do your homework, make sure you are ready for any school-related tasks as well. So I think it's a great, uh, uh, great franchise. I absolutely love. I loved Persona 4 Golden. I've played that on my PS Vita. 
and uh, I finished that game and it it's one of the best experiences I've had on the PS Vita and uh, yeah I'm really excited that it's coming to Xbox for the ones who've never played Persona uh, especially if you're in the Xbox camp I I think yeah it's wonderful please go ahead and play these games like I said they're coming to Game Pass as well so as long as you've subscribed uh, you will be able to take advantage of this all right the next game that I wanted to talk about well as of this stage it is not a game yet it is the next game by none other than the legend himself hideo kojima yes he was uh there in the form of a video on the xbox conference and uh, phil spencer who is the head of xbox announced a partnership with uh kojima productions so xbox game studios will partner with kojima productions and Kojima came on a video and uh, uh informed everyone that yes he is working on his next game which is in partnership with Xbox and apparently this is a type of game that we have never seen before because it will utilize uh, Xbox or Microsoft's cloud technology what this means we have no clue uh we did not see any screenshots we did not see any concept art we did not see the title of the game we did not see the release date obviously uh all that kojima said was that it might take some time to release but yeah i'm working on this uh is essentially what he said there were there were a few leaks uh leading up to this event saying that the next game by hideo kojima is called overdose so I don't know whether that's true or not but yeah that's uh the update from Kojima Productions uh again there's I I trust Kojima Productions blindly but this is something that we'll have to watch out for because we just don't know about cloud technology uh especially in India we don't know how it'll work we don't know anything much about the game uh per se but yeah that's what uh Kojima is working on and last but not the least I want to talk from the Xbox show obviously about Starfield yes this is a game that has a lot of hype a tremendous amount of hype because Bethesda are known for their RPGs and this is a full-fledged Bethesda RPG after a very long time and people were really looking forward to this this was supposed to release at the end of 2022 but a few weeks ago i believe or maybe a month or so ago xbox announced uh, that this game will be delayed into next year so fans were really really disappointed uh, but yeah they were expecting some sort of a gameplay during this show and they got that uh, todd howard who is the head of uh, bethesda studios came up and showcased an extended gameplay and uh, yeah it looked absolutely stunning uh again personally i feel they should have showcased some different parts of the game because right now the way they showcased it it looked like a rich man's no man's sky to be honest because uh no man's sky is so fresh in people's minds that the core concept seemed the same that oh you can go to any planet uh, oh you can land anywhere on the planet oh you can harvest resources from that planet 
and uh, or you can leave that planet and go to another solar system and so i think bethesda could have done a better job of portraying this game obviously this will be completely different from no man's sky and the type of games both of those are uh, as great as no man's sky is i think this will obviously be the next generation of uh, uh, rpgs or western rpgs uh, that will be released by uh, bethesda and I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic. I felt that it looked like a No Man's Sky clone. I know obviously that's not the case, but I really felt that when the presentation just started about this game and the moment they announced or they showcased a story trailer where they showed what the core story of this game will be, that's when I realized, oh man, they should have started with this. They should have leveraged on the strengths that Bethesda has which is uh, the quests which is the story which is the lore that they build around uh, every world that they create so i think they should have started with that and then shown some of the other features they started with the features which looked like no man's skies and i think that's uh, what people generally might be talking about on the internet as well i just hope i'm not the only one and <laughs> yeah uh, it it started off like a no man's sky game but no it it certainly is not i can assure you bethesda knows what they are doing uh microsoft knows what bethesda is doing obviously and i think this is going to be absolutely amazing uh yes it is xbox exclusive uh it will come out in 2023 so yeah a few months to go and uh, i'm guessing they are targeting the first half of 2023 all the games that uh, xbox showed they announced that they will be available within the next 12 months so every game that was shown i'm expecting all of these games to release before 13th of june 2023 that's exactly one year from today so yeah i hope that's the case i hope there are no more delays because i know fans are really really looking forward to uh, this game to starfield because it has just that level of hype around it that brings me to the last story that i wanted to discuss about today the last story uh, there is a new report on uh, bloomberg.com i believe by jason scryer and uh, i think uh what that report says is that god of war ragnarok is still planned for a 2022 release there were a few rumors saying that it will be pushed into 2023 and there will be a delay but apparently there's a report uh, by jason who has essentially confirmed that it's still on track for a november 2022 uh release now i just wanted to uh give my two cents on why there seems to be so much of speculation with the release date of God of War Ragnarok the reason for that i believe is the crucial period of holiday 2022 uh xbox were expected to have two big heavy hitter games in that time period which was uh, Starfield and uh, Redfall both of them have been delayed into 2023 so technically xbox does not have any mega hit uh titles that are coming out at the end of this year 
Sony does. They have God of War Ragnarok. We know how huge God of War is as a franchise. So Sony obviously would want this game to release this year and fans of Sony would obviously want this game to release this year but there were reports like I said there were some rumors that it might get delayed but apparently it's not getting delayed uh personally I I feel that they will be able to release it this year itself but I just want to say I don't think the developers should push themselves uh any more than they already do because we know how taxing uh, this kind of a job can get and uh, we've heard of crunch we've heard of uh, developers not being treated well in their workplace uh, i'm sure sony santa monica is not a studio like that uh, because there are no reports uh, saying things like that but uh, i i just hope they don't push themselves just to get this game out uh, in this holiday season I just wish uh, the developers well. I wish they take their time and I hope and pray that their well-being is is uh that come is what comes first uh, in my opinion and yeah they can take their time with it. Yes, we have to be a little more patient if at all it gets delayed. Uh I'm sure Sony knows that you know they may or may not delay the game basis the updates that they get from the studio and uh I think if there was a delay about to happen I think they would have announced it by now. Uh that's just my thought that's just my opinion. Uh I may be wrong obviously but I I feel because a game of God of War's magnitude you you can't go wrong. You can't just have a date and just keep changing it uh, whenever you want because it's a game called God of War. So yeah, I think it's still on track for this year obviously i will be buying that game i will uh make sure i share my opinions and my thoughts about that game whenever it comes out but as of now as per the latest report it is scheduled to come out in november 2022 okay with that we come to the end of the longest episode of plnx the video games podcast and uh, thank you so much for tuning in i really appreciate each and every one of you before i let you go i just have a small request to ask each and every one of you uh, if you are listening to this on apple podcasts please leave us a rating please leave a rating for plnx the video games podcast it just uh, helps uh, showcase our podcast to more people and uh, exposes the podcast to more people and and I would really really appreciate that. Uh if you are on any other platform maybe like Google Podcasts or somewhere else please uh, subscribe to this podcast. Uh the number of subscribers I have is uh, obviously something that uh, I look forward to. And one last favor that I need to ask each and every one of you uh go ahead and let me know what you feel about the games that I spoke about or anything that uh you want to share. You can uh share your views and your comments on twitter uh or on instagram and uh, even on youtube for that matter so i'll have some of the snippets from this episode on all these three platforms so just find the episode comment on that uh, episode snippet and uh, yeah let, let's have a chat let's have a discussion uh in the show notes i also have a link for the discord channel so uh it will be great if you can join the discord channel 
obviously we can have an extended discussion over there that's all that's it that i wanted to talk about again podcasts.plnxgames.com is the website that you may want to keep in mind uh like i said all our episodes will be on that website going forward until the next episode this is your host polash and you were listening to plnx the video games podcast take care stay safe everyone bye bye